He taught Kempo, Jiu-Jitsu, and several other styles as well as a blend of basic moves he called street fighting karate, tailored for his self-defense classes. He'd sunk his meager savings into his own dojo 18 months earlier and opted for the apartment to keep expenses down. That, and he'd hit it off immediately with Jeremy and Matt. Though he represented the primary signatory on the apartment lease, Jeremy tended to regard Cade, three years older, as the elder statesman. Cade looked more wizened than his 32 years, an artifact of growing up in L.A.'s gang-infested South Side and six years as an infantry grunt in the army. So how was Palm Desert? Cade asked Karina. Palm Desert? Didn't you and Matt fly out there today? I was wondering about that restaurant. Durango's, was it? It was excellent, Matt said. Best mix I've had in SoCal. Very authentic. Amazing guac. I'm betting nothing in Mexico touches it. Cade shrugged. That's a bold claim. My mother made some wicked guacamole. Old family recipe. Matt flashed a sardonic smile. Well, that's it then. Assuming the world is still around next month, we need to fly you out there and get your expert opinion. Cade said he was down for that. Cars just miffed about a little detour we took up to 29 Palms. Cade raised a brow. 29 Palms? What's out there? Absolutely nothing, Karina said. When God created the world, there were a few places he never got around to finishing. That's one of them. We were already out there, Matt said, still distracted with his phone. So I figured why not drop in and see my old friend Red Suttermill. He's one of the best aircraft mechanics I know. He takes care of the place out there. I told him we'd be back next month and take him and Thelma to Durango's. I liked his dogs, Karina said. Princess and Rocco. Yeah, Matt replied. Red couldn't believe that. Kate asked what happened. She sat down in the shade under the wing while I checked out a project Red's working on. He didn't know Thelma let the dogs out. They're a couple of pits. We came out, and there was Carr, sitting there with Princess on one side and Rocco on the other. Red couldn't believe it. Those dogs wouldn't let me get near her. He had to call them off. Cade smiled. She's got a way with animals. Karina looked over at Gooch. Come here, you cross-eyed dope. The brindle gray 75-pound mass of muscle headed her way. Takes one to know one, Cade quipped. Karina threw him a fleeting sneer, kneading the fur at the dog's neck. He's like me, smart, good-looking, lovable, and tough, aren't you, boy? Oh, yes, you are. Gooch licked her face. Cade grinned with a faint head shake. He'd seen the dog in a shelter, and it had been love at first sight. No one knew the canine's pedigree, but Cade thought Gooch had a good deal of pit bull in him, perhaps with a bit of black lab, the latter due to a slightly longer and exceptionally sensitive nose. Though Gooch rarely barked, his heavily muscled frame along with his eyes, one brown, the other pale gray, always spooked newcomers. Jeremy finished pouring pear-flavored vodka along with some Taiku citrus liqueur. He filled the glass with ice, picked up a stainless shaker, twirled it over his head and brought it down atop the glass with a metallic clap. Then he shook it with flair, timed to the music. Cade surveyed the kitchen island and the bottles thereon. What are you mixing, bartender? New recipe, Jeremy said, pouring a portion of the concoction over ice. Let me know what you think. This is not good, Matt said, focusing intently on his phone. This is the problem with building all these goddamn weapons. Sooner or later, some idiot is going to use them. Sarah agreed. What's Mount Weather? she asked. Matt's head jerked up. Mount Weather? Where are you reading that? 
Here, Sarah replied, holding up her phone for him to see. It just came up on CNN. Jesus. Matt returned to his phone, his expression grim. You gotta be kidding. Cade sipped Jeremy's drink, an approving nod. You outdid yourself, amigo. That is muy bueno. Thank you, sir. Anyone else? Karina raised her hand. Sarah ignored him, still riveted to her phone. This is bad. The president is leaving the White House. Holy Christ, Matt said, furiously manipulating his phone display. That ought to be everywhere. Where the hell is it? A siren wailed out on Lincoln Boulevard, just beyond the complex. Sarah jumped. Another siren pulsed rapidly in the distance. Matt threw a nervous glance at the open balcony and returned to his phone. This is getting scary. Take it easy, guys, Jeremy said. It's not like we don't hear sirens every night around.